Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled, Is Medjugorje Real? To begin, I want to shout out our podcast sponsors. That is the Catholic Company. They are a one-stop shop for all your Catholic needs, from rosaries to books to clothing. The Catholic Company has it all. Use code BRENDAN20 for 20% off your order. That's BRENDAN20 for 20% off your order. Secondarily, I want to shout out Good Catholic. Good Catholic is a one-stop shop for all your digital media needs. If you're looking to grow in your faith, I invite you to check out Good Catholic. Use code GBS for 20% off your order. That's code GBS. Okay, so today's title, as I said, is Medjugorje Real? To begin, I want to just give a little background on what Medjugorje is. Most of you have at least probably heard that name, but you might not know anything about Medjugorje or have strong feelings about it one way or another. So Medjugorje, in one sense, is an alleged Marian apparition. So the way that the story goes is in 1981, there were two young girls walking in what is now today Bosnia, Herzegovina, and the parish boundaries of Medjugorje. And they saw a woman holding an infant who was high on a hill among the among the board uh, sorry, among the boulders and the brambles. Instinctively they knew it to be the blessed mother. But they decided not to approach. They and four other children returned the next day, and Our Lady drew them to her. She introduced herself as the Queen of Peace. They fell to their knees and, and prayed. She prayed with them and promised to return the next day. And it is said that she has regularly appeared ever since. The story of Medjugorje is arguably one of the most fascinating in the church. There are, of course, commonly asked questions. Firstly, you know, what what did Our Lady tell the visionaries? Uh, there are different interpretations of this, um, but the messages that Our Lady has shared with the visionaries are messages of peace and love. Peace and love. God sent Our Lady to Medjugorje as an act of grace to remind the people there that God exists and that He loves us. She comes there as the Queen of Peace. But many people struggle or ask themselves, are are these visions even real? And this is a beautiful thing. This is why we're kind of having this podcast episode. 
to kind of answer that question. Are they real? So Pope Benedict XVI set up a commission when he was Pope to collect and examine material about Medjugorje and then have a detailed report to vote on the supernatural nature. So from 2010 to 2014, this committee met 17 times, looking at documents from the Vatican, looking at the parish in Medjugorje, and Yugoslavia's secret service. They interviewed all of the seers and the witnesses, inspected the town, and the conclusions of this report on Medjugorje support the supernatural character of the initial alleged apparitions, but our current Pope has not responded to that commission. What does this mean? Does this mean that Pope Francis does not believe in Medjugorje? No, that's not. So the church, the Catholic church, does not make a direct statement on an apparition about its validity one way or another until the so-called visions stop. So as long as the apparition is active, the church does not make an active statement. That being said, there have been times since the first reported apparition that the church has asked people to not pilgrimage there. It was only somewhat recently that Pope Francis made a statement telling the faithful that it was okay to visit. So he had a pastoral initiative. And after looking at the graces that had come, he removed the ban on organized pilgrimages going there. So basically saying that, you know, this is a good thing. And that's what I want to talk about. So this question of, is Medjugorje real? I don't think I'm going to give you the answer you're looking for. If you're on here hoping for a conclusive, it's real or it's not real, you're not going to get it. I was recently reading a book about Father Amorth, who, if you listen to the most recent podcast, you know he is the Pope's exorcist. Well, in this book... It talks in details that Father Amorth was a big proponent of Medjugorje. And he made a point in there that I I really appreciated. He talks about the fruits. I don't mean to shortchange his words. I I would tell you to read what he says about it. But in short, he summarizes by saying that the church... So many have been against this so-called apparitions 
And yet, if you look at what is going on there in Medjugorje, what do you see? You see men and women drawing into the sacraments, people attending mass, many, many pilgrims going to confession, some for the first time in a long time, hearts converting, people taking on the rosary, making the rosary a priority, praying the rosary daily, sometimes more, men and women fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays in reparation for sins. All of these things are good. And yet, for quite a while, there was many in leadership in the church speaking out against this place, saying that men and women should not visit. I tend to follow with Father Amorth more. I tend to believe that Medjugorje, true or not, has produced good fruit. I know that for my own parents, their conversion story is connected to Medjugorje. They went in the 80s and came back different, came back changed. My siblings and I are all faithful Catholics and have my parents' pilgrimage trip to Medjugorje to thank for part of that. It might not have happened had they not visited. I know for myself, I visited when I was in college. I studied abroad in Austria. And one of the weekends, a group of us took a bus to Medjugorje, stayed with some locals in their house, went to Mass every day, experienced the beauty of this town that was so on fire for the faith, was able to walk up Apparition Hill to be there where supposedly Our Lady appeared. And so, in no point do I think it's necessary to make a proclamation here. Medjugorje is real or Medjugorje is not real. I honestly don't know. And I know that the church, in its wisdom, will make a statement at some point. And whatever they say, I will adhere to and believe. But I don't think it's necessary for someone to have such visceral reactions to this place because I think the Lord is using it for good. You know the scripture passage in Acts of the Apostles? One of the, uh, I don't know if it's the Sadducees or the Pharisees, but one of the, the, Jew, uh, the Jewish men is speaking about the apostles. And, you know, he makes this statement of like, we have to be careful with what, what we do to these men. Because if, this is, if what they're preaching is of hor- human origin, if what they're preaching is of human origin, then it will stop itself. It will fall flat. 
But if this is from God, if what Peter and Paul is preaching is from God, then one, we aren't capable of stopping it. And two, we would be going up against God himself and would be fighting him. I think the same could be said here. There is evil in this world, and we need to fight it. And I think there are many people who look at Medjugorje and and believe that this is not from God. And so their desire is to stop it or to tell people to stay away. But I, I, I speak lovingly and I ask those same folks to be cautionate with that. Because I'd say, look at the fruits. If the fruits are good, then we need to lean into that. People's hearts are being changed by what is going on there. And the beauty of our faith is, even if it comes out that these visions, these apparitions stop, and the church rules that it is real, as a faithful Catholic, you do not have to believe because this is private revelation. And with private revelation, you don't have to believe it. So you can go on your merry way and never think about Medjugorje again, and your salvation can still be obtained. But for those of us who have experienced the graces connected to Medjugorje, I think it's okay. It's okay to lean into that. It's okay to desire to look at those graces, desire the good that's come from it, and and admit to yourself the good from it. I think we need to be cautionate about how we proclaim what has happened or what is happening in Medjugorje. I think we have to take a heart of prudence. We need to be wise as we speak about Medjugorje. I think we need to not make such bold proclamations that it is real, it is 100% valid. But at the same time, on the reverse, I don't think we need to have such a heart of, of disdain or a hardened heart towards it. It very well might be real. So anyway, again, I know that the uh, title of this episode is Medjugorje Real. Comes off a little disingenuous if you're listening and hoping for me to give an answer. I, I apologize if that's what you were watching or waiting for or listening for. But I do think it's important for us as Catholics to look at some of the messages messages of Our Lady of Medjugorje, what has come out of it, this desire, this calling to pray the rosary, this calling to fast, this calling to be drawn into the sacraments. And notice, even if this is not real, those are good things that we should be drawn into. And I always talk about on this podcast how we're called to be saints. And so as saints, we're called to do those things. We're called to do the things that are hard called to be drawn in in a deep way 
So that's my invitation for you today to look at those things, to look to the Blessed Mother and ask for her intercession and and pray for those people who have had their conversions through Medjugorje. Pray for those people whose lives have been touched because the Lord has used this, I have no doubt, and there's goodness there. So thank you for listening today as always. I invite you to pray for me and I will pray for you. If you like today's podcast or have liked the podcast in the past, please give us a five-star rating. It means a lot to us and it helps us to be found organically by folks. Again, I want to shout out our sponsors. That's the Catholic Company. Use code BRENDAN20 for 20% off your order. And also, good Catholic, use code GBS for 20% off your order. Lastly, If you would like to support this podcast, click the support button, give a dollar or $5 or $10 a month, and it can go a long way to helping us. Thank you so much. Have a great day and God bless. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details.